Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Whether you find yourself in the joys or the messes of mom life, we want to encourage you to remain faithful as you join us every Wednesday in creating a community of real moms, real stories, and real truth based on the Word of God. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Today, we're going to be back in our devotional series of unpacking Pastor Adrian Rogers' five C's of parenting secrets and how to best teach the Bible to our children. Last month, I shared that these C's are meant to compound and build upon one another. If you're wondering, C's, parenting C's, what is she talking about? I want you to be sure and go back and listen to the first three C's, because today we're going to be on number four, how to teach God's word conversationally. So since January, we've covered one per month. We started with convincingly, then we went to consistently, and then last month in March was creatively. And now today we're going to be talking about how to teach God's word conversationally. And like I said, if you haven't heard these yet, you can go to faithful31moms.com and just listen to the devotionals. They're labeled devotional with the the C, convincingly, consistently, creatively, and now conversationally. So you can catch up. I do one per month. So let's get started. Teaching God's Word conversationally today. We're going to be back in the same passage. It's Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Today, the verse that we're going to focus on in this passage is 7b, the second part of our seven. Talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. If you skip down to verse number 20 in Deuteronomy 6, it says, When your son or daughter, when your son asks you in time to come, saying, What is the meaning of the testimonies, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord our God has commanded you? So this says, when they ask, not if they ask, when the time comes, right? So when your child gets curious, and they will, and they start asking you questions about God and why you believe what you say you believe, are you going to be ready to talk with them in any given conversation or situation? So, for example, if a child realizes, hey, we've been praying for someone in our family or a friend to get saved or to be healed. And they realize on their own, a lot of times just in the middle of the day at the most random times, if they're like my kids, if your kids are like mine, they'll say, hey, like our our Uncle John, as my kids call him, he had surgery and he had a brain tumor. And the other day, James just randomly said in the middle of the day, hey, Uncle John is okay. God took care of him. And I was like, he absolutely did, James. You're so right. And I just told him that 24 hours before, and I got no response, okay, because he was in the middle of something, and I didn't get any response. But then he just 
the Lord just randomly brought it back up. And so we were able to have a conversation about that. Or you're reading your child Bible stories at night and you think they're not even listening. They're, they're laughing or they don't even seem to be paying attention. And later on, they'll, they'll bring that Bible story back up and they'll retell it to you. And you're like, oh, wow, they really were listening. And you can have a conversation about that. What I've really found is that the Lord is faithful to present these opportunities to have God conversations all throughout the day at a lot of times the most random times when you're riding down the road in the car or you're cooking dinner and they just come in and decide to tell you at that moment about their day when you've already asked them, how was school? How was your day? And they gave you nothing but the word good or it was okay. And then they decide to come in and tell you about it on their own. And so be looking for these opportunities. Pay attention because a lot of times they will just come at the <laughs> all different all different types of times when you're not even expecting them. So, you know, one thing I really want to challenge you with today in talking to your kids conversationally about the Lord is to have your heart in the right place first so that you are in the word yourself daily, that you are talking with the Lord daily. Because what I've found is that I'm so much more approachable and I'm so much more sensitive to the spirit of the Lord and to my children if I am in the word and I'm where I need to be with the Lord. You will recognize these conversations more, or maybe it's just that your child can sense that you're more approachable to talk to about these things. So that's just a little challenge and encouragement for you. But you know, I'm, I'm realizing really quickly, Jake is seven and he will be eight this summer, that the years are flying by faster than, than I wish that they were. I wish that time would just slow down sometimes. But I realize that these, these years are flying by, but the moments can also fly by if you do not seize the moments that you're given, the conversations that you're given. So if some days you have not been in the Word, you have had a rough day, a flat tire, locked your keys in the car, your kids are screaming, being crazy, you are in no place to, you're just trying to get your makeup on, like at the red lights, driving down the down the road. You know, it's just one of those days. That's okay. Like, don't get discouraged by this. If you miss some moments, if you miss some opportunities to talk about these things with your kids just as you're going, absolutely do not get discouraged because I'm with you. I'm right there. You know, I, I really was encouraged as I was studying this because if we ask the Lord for these opportunities, if we ask him to forgive us for where we haven't been seeking them out, and we ask him to give us these opportunities to have these conversations with our kids, I can personally attest that I have done this recently, and so many floodgates have been opened in conversations. And I have boys. They don't even talk as much as girls. So I challenge you to do that today, to ask the Lord for specific opportunities to have conversations with your kids and be intentional, be patient. Sometimes I think we try to force it like on the back end of a Bible story or what'd you learn after church and those types of situations. And sometimes they do open up in those situations, but sometimes they don't. And it just comes at, at different times. And so 
really be sensitive to that because I know that the Lord will be faithful to bring them. And if you're really being intentional, seeking them out, then you will see them as well. And you'll be able to have those conversations. Your kids, you know, it makes me sad to think about, but they're not always going to want to come to mom. They're not always going to want to come to me about everything. One day, they're probably not going to care too much about talking to me about stuff like the teenage years and all that. And that makes me like sad, but I know that it's true. And so it's really important right now while you have their ear, while they're young, while they're impressionable, to pour and pour and pour Jesus into them, but also listen to them, be looking for them to share something that the Lord has obviously laid on their heart and take the opportunity to have a conversation with them about the Lord. And, you know, one thing I found is that you can work Jesus into most any conversation, not forcing it, of course, but just for some examples that I thought of that I just jotted down that I thought I'd share with y'all today is like in the middle of the night, if they have a bad dream, you can tell them, God says to cast all your worries on him because he cares for you. That's scripture. It's simple. It's to the point. It's basic. But, you know, that's an easy way to love on them and show them that God is always there. Pray over them. I know mine still come pitter-pattering into my room in the middle of the night, at least probably once a week between the two of them with a bad dream. And we say this verse together and, and I'll pray over them. And the peace that the Lord gives them, it's real to them. They can really feel that. Um, someone sick in your family, I shared the, about my brother-in-law just a few moments ago. You know, my kids have really seen God is a great healer. And we've had conversations about that. That may be the only phrase you get in before they're shooting a basketball or they've run off to do something else. But you have successfully had a conversation with them about telling them a truth, a promise of God that way. If they're self-conscious, I've even found that my elementary age boy is self-conscious. I can't wear that, Mom. I don't look cool. So I know that girl moms are feeling that even more than I am. Um, you can tell them you're made by God. You don't have to always be perfect. You, you are special. You're exactly who you're supposed to be. You know, reaffirm them in that. Uh, if a parent, it, they leave or you have a divorce in the home, you can tell your child, God is a good father. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's always going to be there. There's such a comfort in that for kids that they know that God won't ever leave them or forsake them. That's a, a wonderful way to have a conversation and speak promise over them. They're feeling unworthy. They're not good enough. They're Maybe it's about sports or maybe it's about they're not as good of a singer as their other friend is or they're not as good in school. You know, Jesus died on the cross for you. And he says that if you were the only one, he would do it just for you. You are worthy. You are enough because Jesus said that you are, you know, or they're feeling unforgivable. I know that my kids, we like to practice, you know, saying that we're sorry. And I tell them no matter what. We always want to apologize and we always want to forgive each other because God forgave us. And sometimes when I'm frustrated with my kids and they'll, they've done something that they know they shouldn't have done and 
they'll say, mom, I'm sorry, you know, and, and I'll say, okay, but I'm sure my tone doesn't really, you know, say that I forgave them. My youngest, especially James, will be like, you don't forgive me, you know, and he'll be so upset. And I have to just really be conscious of the tone that I'm taking and say, I absolutely do, James. I'm sorry. Of course, I forgive you. God teaches us that we're supposed to forgive. Simple right there. That's a conversation about the Lord or feeling scared. You know, my oldest, his teacher just moved away in the middle of the year and he got a new teacher and he was feeling scared, feeling nervous about that. And I was just able to tell him, you don't have to be nervous. You don't have to be scared. Um, or moving here to a new place, starting a new school. You don't have to be nervous. You don't have to be scared. God is with you. He's going to go everywhere with you. You can do anything, it says, with Christ because he gives you strength. Simple. Inserting that into the conversation as well. So those are just some examples that I jotted down that conversations that I've had recently with my boys. And I thought just a real life way to show you that it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out thing. Usually, I don't know what the research says these days, but you only get a couple of minutes with kids. And I think with teenagers, it's like 10 minutes at the most of where you actually have their focused attention. And so you're not going to get much, and it gets less and less. So if you have toddlers, you know, singing Jesus Loves Me may be all that you get out. But you're still speaking truth over them and having a conversation about how Jesus loves them. So I wanted to share something that I found when I was writing this podcast. It's a quote that I found, and I just really loved it. It says, I can do now with a touch as light as a feather what I cannot later accomplish with the pressure of a hundredweight. It was in a mothering book that I had, an old book that Josh's grandmother, my husband's grandmother, gave me. And it said it was by somebody named Friedrich Frobel. I'm not sure I'm saying that right, but his name was Friedrich Frobel. And this is what I found. I researched him because I was like, who is this person? I love this quote. It's exactly what we're talking about, teaching them while they're young. And it turns out that Frobel was an educator who goes down in history as the creator of kindergarten. So I thought, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. It says, and I want to read it because I don't want to mess it up, Frobel recognized that by playing games and talking with young children, that they would begin to pick up knowledge about the world, like how to communicate and basic building blocks of education, like learning shapes and colors and all those kinds of things that your kids have probably learned in kindergarten or preschool. So Frobel may have been referring to, in this quote that I loved, about education, teaching kids to communicate, teaching them the building blocks of basic education and all that. But I thought this really applies to Christianity as well, because we can teach our kids now while they're young and impressionable, while they're living under our roof, while we have their ear we're getting to talk with them literally every day, picking them up from school, you know, going with them to their different activities, sporting events, lessons that they take, just so many situations that we encounter with them, the friends that they have that come and go in and out of their life. You know, as they're growing and they're maturing, we're able to have so many years of conversations, even if they're little conversations like we were talking about 
where we're able to talk with them about the Lord and how he loves them and share his promises with them. And these are conversations that we could never get back if we waited until later. You know, I think about that quote saying, you can do now with a touch as light as a feather. You know, just saying it's it's easier right now while we do have the ability to talk with them. What we cannot later accomplish with the pressure of a hundred weight. When they're adults, when they're making their own decisions, you can't get that time back. And so start young. That's the way that I read this. It challenges me. Start young before they can even speak. I was thinking about if you're out there and you have newborns or toddlers that can't speak yet, you know, you can still speak those truths over them. You can sing it to them. I remember every night singing, Jesus loves the little children, or Jesus loves me, or he has got the whole world in his hands over my boys at night. And I'm not a great singer, but they thought it was good because they're just a little baby. They don't know any different. But I started early, or if you're pregnant right now with a baby, you know, pray over them, speak speak truth over them. Start those conversations early. Dr. Rogers always said that faith is caught as well as taught. You know, you have the opportunity right now to pour Jesus into your kids every day. A lot of times I think we think that church should do that and in the Bible lessons that they learn on Sundays or Wednesdays or, you know, that devotional books should do that. But, and they do, and those are all great things. But we have an opportunity with everyday life to conversationally talk with our kids about the Lord. And I think that that's what Pastor Rogers is talking about, that faith is caught as well as taught, that it takes both things. And so I just want to challenge you to ask the Lord today, like I said earlier, for those God conversations with your kids, ask him for them, because I will tell you, I have done this and he is absolutely faithful to just bring them up at the most random times. It makes me laugh when I think about when my boys decide that they're ready to talk to me about something. But I want to talk to them. I want to hear what they have to say. I want to be able to encourage them and bring the Lord into those conversations. So be looking for them. And I want you to please join us back next month because we're going to be talking about the last and final parenting C, which is conspicuously. And that is a word, I will be honest, that I've had to research some because I wasn't really sure how that went with the other four. But I think that it will just tie them all together and make this challenge of these five parenting C's just all come together. And I'm really excited about it. So join us back in May for that. Um, I wanted to also share with you that this book that I compiled these five parenting C's from, A Perfect Ten for Homes That Win, is a book by Pastor Adrian Rogers, and it is available on our website now, faithful31moms.com, as well as these podcasts. So I want you to go and check that out. You can purchase that book. It has been a huge blessing to me personally, and I think that it would be to you as well in your parenting. But I really want to say thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you've been challenged. I hope that you ask the Lord for those opportunities and those conversations to have with your kids today. And as always, please 
go follow us at Faithful31Moms everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, and check out Faithful31Moms.com. You can actually email me directly if you had a question or if you had a comment about these different five C's that we're unpacking or you wanted to share a story of a conversation that you got to have with your child after listening to this podcast, I would love to hear that. I think that would be such an encouragement to me as well. So let's stay connected. Um, Please go visit faithful31moms.com and email me. And I would love to hear from you. I hope that you all have a blessed day. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries, built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful31Moms. That's faithful31moms.com.